It's time to renew your mind in the Word of God with the Tia Marie Arnold Podcast. Today, I want to talk about the brokenness prayer. It comes from Isaiah 43, verse 1 and 2. Jacob, the Lord created you. Israel, he made you. And now he says, don't be afraid. I saved you. I named you. You are mine. When you have troubles, I am with you. When you cross rivers, you will not be hurt. When you walk through fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not hurt you. One day I was sitting outside and I was in complete brokenness, tears running down my face, feelings of pain in my stomach, and just brokenhearted. I just wanted to give up and I had given into my flesh, I thought. I put on Hillary Scott's song called Thy Will Be Done and I completely lost it. I hear exactly what my spirit needed to hear. The enemy was trying to tell my soul I was weak, I was losing faith, and that I didn't trust God in this moment. But when I started singing those four words, Thy will be done, Thy will be done, Thy will be done. I felt my spirit come alive. Those lies weren't true but it felt like it in my soul. I just needed to talk to my daddy. I needed to tell him that I don't understand why I'm in this season. I'm confused. And I don't know if Jeff and I made the right choices. My true heart's desire is that his will be done in my life more than anything. As I sang those words, I began to hear, I am his and he is mine. He has saved me and called me by name that whatever I walk through and the fire that I walk through, I will not be burned. Flames will not hurt me, no matter how hot it is, no matter how hot it may seem, no matter how hard it is, the situation that you're going through. When we go through hardships and trials and disappointment, he's still with us. So no matter how dry this desert may seem, he will give you water in the dry place. I have to tell myself he has created me and made me for such a time as this. As long as we continue to pray, thy will be done over our lives, then whatever we're going through, it's going to be okay. The brokenness prayer is prayed out of a place of desperation. You have tried all that you can do. You've toiled, you've worked, and you're exhausted and just need God to have his way. Well, that's where I was. I didn't know I was toiling or working until I got to this place. It was so clear that I was toiling in my thoughts. I was trying to figure things out. I was trying to work things out in my mind instead of resting in God and letting him work things out. But telling daddy, thy will be done is saying, I give up daddy. Whatever you wanna do, do it. I'm your vessel and it's not about me. It's a hard prayer to pray, guys. And you have to pray it 
with true conviction and you feel like you may be touching the bottom of your situation or I explain it as the bottom of a pool and I just need a way out but those those days are called the valleys and I don't like the valleys at all and it feels like I'm at my weakest on those days but on those days more than ever God's voice and his strength in me is more visible more necessary and that's the beauty from ashes I woke up the next day saying I'm so glad I made it through yesterday have you ever said that I'm so glad that day is over. I'm so glad that that situation is over. I made it. It made me think about the Marvin Sapp song, I never would have made it without you. Never would have made it. I never would have made it without you. I would have lost it all. That's where I was. And it was only by the grace of God. Now, every time I hear thy will be done or never would have made it, it means so much more to me. It was my brokenness prayer. Isaiah 43 and four says, you are precious to me and I have given you a special place of honor. I love you. And that's why I'm willing to trade others to give up whole nations to save your life. What we go through does not mean that God's love has changed for us. We are precious to him. He loves us. We have a special place in our father's heart. And you can't allow what you're walking through to determine his love for you. We're vessels. We're vessels. And sometimes being a vessel hurts. So as we go into the think about it section, I want to throw some things at you that I want you to think about. And I want you to kind of go here with me as we dive into this. Think about what a brokenness prayer means to you. To me, it means sacrifice, willingness, surrender. I think about 1 Peter 2 and 21, it says, God called you to do good, even if it means suffering, just as Christ suffered for you. He is your example and you must follow his steps. So we know that we're gonna go through suffering. We know we're gonna go through hardship. We know we're gonna experience disappointment. And sometimes disappointment is so heavy. Sometimes it's overbearing, but we don't have to carry that burden. What can help us get through is what perspective are we looking at? So again, what does a brokenness prayer mean to you? And I'm asking you that because if anything, it'll make you say, like the song, never would have made it without God. I never could have walked through that divorce. I never could have walk through losing that child. I never could have walked through the financial hardship. I never could have made it through. I'm also thinking about You Made A Way. I mean, there's so many songs that as a worshiper, I, I keep those songs in my belly, my belly vault, <laughs> and I pull them out when I need to because life is gonna bring suffering. 
It's going to bring trials. But like the scripture said, he says you are mine and when you have troubles. So if he's saying when you have troubles, then we can expect troubles to come. But he says, I am with you. And when you cross rivers, you won't be hurt. So you're going to go through some rough terrain and you're going to go through some some uncomfortable, uncomfortable seasons. Nobody wants to just walk through a river. You rather walk on dry land, secure land, a river. You don't know what's under you. You don't know what's going to come and you can hit your foot on a rock and you can get uh, scraped by logs and bitten by fish you don't know and so there there are, are dangers sometimes and 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 uncertain territory that we walk in but he says you won't be hurt God you're sending me here these people don't even like me you you put me in this position but you won't be hurt your flesh may be hurt he's not promising that we're not gonna feel it right we're gonna feel what we're walking through Jesus felt the suffering he didn't he didn't just become numb and I believe he wants us to feel it so that we can have compassion for others that go through things because Jesus felt his suffering he now understands what it means for us to suffer so when we go through things it's so that we can now have compassion and understand someone else's suffering there's a greater benefit to the suffering that's beyond us and he has equipped us to be able to go through it if he's allowing you to go through it he has equipped you and you can put your trust in that and when you walk through fire man I still feel like I'm in fire there's certain situations in my life I'm like the fire still has not gone out but I know that when I come out, I will not smell like smoke and I will not be burned. It's getting hot in your situation and you feel like, is this thing ever gonna stop? You just wanna get out, you just wanna run, but don't. Keep your footing on the anchor who is Christ and he's gonna take care of you. He says you will not be burned. The second thing I want you to think about is what things do you do or tell yourself when you're in the valley, when you're in that place. I know one thing that I say, or a few things that I say is, what the enemy meant for evil, God is working it for my good. I have to tell myself that when it looks like every single turn, I am surrounded by mountains when I am extremely disappointed and I can't make sense of what's happening, I have to tell myself what the enemy meant for evil. So I know he wanted this thing to kill me, right? We know that the enemy just wants to kill, steal and destroy. But I know that I serve a God who is going to turn this around for my good and I will see the great reward. Another thing I tell myself is all things are working for my good. So you mean even, even the betrayal? Yes, honey, it's working for your good. Even the deceit? Yes, it's working for your good. Even the lies, the backstabbing, the backbiting? Yes, it's all working for your good. Even the lost job? Yes, yes, it's all for your good. 
even losing the loved one. That's a hard one because I lost someone so dear to me last year. But it's all going to work out for my good. I know that when I lost my grandmother, it gave me compassion for others. And it seemed like right after I lost my grandmother, I had a few close friends that also lost their grandmother and we understood each other. And it also reminds me of when I miscarried. And I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, But another thing that I tell myself is, I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. That is one thing that I declare. I love to declare that because it gives me hope that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So when you're facing death, even though you go through the the shadow of the valley of death, I will fear no evil because thou art is with me. He's with you. So you know that you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So find what you can tell yourself in those valleys. What, first of all, evaluate what you're telling yourself. Because if you're telling yourself the things that I used to tell myself, I don't have faith, I don't trust God, you know, all the negative things, you have to cancel those out. No longer declare that over your life and start declaring the word of God and the scriptures that can bring you hope. And the final thing that I want you to think about is, have you ever been so low in life that you didn't know what to do? How did you overcome such brokenness? So for me, I go back and I look at July 18th, 2019. It was the most, at the time, the most painful season for me last year. And this was before I lost my grandmother. Um, So I had lost uh, twins. My twins went to heaven and it was the most, like I said, devastating, confusing, emotional season for me. I didn't understand. I declared, I prayed, I cried, I worshiped. I took care of myself, put myself on bed rest, especially when I start to notice my body doing things that I wasn't uh, familiar with after having two kids already. And uh, I even made a video encouraging myself. I made a video saying that, you know, this is what I'm walking through, but I'm trusting God and it's going to be all right. And, you know, I'm then I started talking to the twins in the video saying that mommy made this when I was going through this. And and um, and then July 18, 2019, around 10 p.m., I miscarried my twins at home. Um, I had went to the doc. I went to the hospital earlier that day and uh, on my way to the hospital, the, the pain went away and I thought, OK, I'm going to, you know, we're going to make it. Maybe maybe it was just gas, you know, because sometimes that's just what the pain is, you know. But um, so I get back home and I get out the car and I felt it. I knew I knew and I rushed to the bathroom. Uh, so in that season, after you know, the 
the crying and the anger. I had to, I had a moment of that. Um, I look back and I say, what did I learn? And I learned that there are three things that I think I want to share with you that I learned from that was my prayer, my prayers must be in line with God. We have to be asking God continuously what it is that he wants us to pray. And this was a, man, this was a faith shaking experience. I mean, it shook. It shook my faith. It made me question so much. And I, I, I was so encouraged it drew, it drove me to the scriptures because I'm like, okay, this is not making sense. It's not lining up with everything that I've been told. I mean, it was just so much. And I, when I tell you, I was so confused and I questioned everything. I think that was probably, as I look over, you know, since I've been saved, that was probably the experience that put me right there on that edge. And it's okay. It's okay to be right there on that edge. Because let me tell you, man, when I was on that edge, guess who met me there? Yes, my father, God, he met me there and he opened my eyes to such a revelation that it's not about faith making things happen. Whatever has what. Whatever I need has already been done because of Jesus on the cross. So I now need to spend time with daddy and ask him, what is it I need to be praying about? And there was a night when I came back from the doctor and there were some concerns at the doctor. And I was, I said, we're going to worship. And we worshiped, I mean, I worshiped. So I was releasing and everything. And after, towards the end of us closing that worship session, there was this peace that came into my heart. And what I said to myself was, that will be done. God, whatever you wanna do, if it doesn't turn out right, okay. And I remember just for that moment, thinking that like, and, and hearing just in my spirit, it might not turn out the way that I wanted to. I heard it. But because of all the teaching I've heard about how I can speak something, and you can, as long as it lines up with what God says. And so I heard all that. I You know, I heard the, the it might not turn out in my spirit, but... I didn't have an understanding of my prayers have to be in alignment with God. So I just continued to ignore that and just keep declaring what I wanted, what I wanted to see. And so when it didn't happen, it caused confusion because I didn't consult God. I didn't, y'all. I, I'm thinking, you know, I'm pregnant, so I'm supposed to have these babies. And so that just brought so much disappointment. Um, but after I, after I sought and questioned my faith and I went to God, it was like, okay, so it's really about praying 
his will for my life. Thy will be done. Thy will, not Tia's will. Thy will be done. And I had to accept what he was doing because it's his will. So that was the second thing that I learned from it. It's his will. It's what he wants. And I have to trust that it's it's for a reason. It's all working for my good. That's, that's one of the things I say. It's all working for my good. And what happened was after accepting that and walking through that, I was challenged to um, minister to somebody, someone in my family called um, not too long after that and was just as confused as I was, but just a little bit more angry. And I was able to have this tough conversation about faith and prayer. So it has really opened my eyes and, and created such a foundation for me that when I go through hard times, when I am faced with life shaking disappointment that I have to trust God and say thy will be done and if I need peace and if I desire to have peace which we all should then I can only find that in him so I need to spend that time with daddy and close my mouth and ask him Lord what is your will in this situation and give me peace as I walk through this because like first Peter said we have to suffer and in order for us to get through the suffering we need to lean on God and in order for us to find peace in our souls we have to ask God what his will is for our life and when we do that it will help us now again it's not going to take away the pain it's not going to make the emotions different you're still gonna feel it we're still gonna feel the weight of the crushing we're still gonna feel the the piercing of the pruning we're still gonna feel it it's not going to go away but his grace is sufficient we can get through it he promises that we will so I pray that as you continue your day, if you're listening to this in the morning, afternoon, or if you're ending your day listening to this, I just pray that as you continue to go through things, because you're going to go through something and you may not be in it now, but you either have just come out of a situation or you're going into one, but Make sure you take a moment and consult God. Ask daddy, what is your will in this situation? And I believe that he will answer you. And I believe that he will sustain you. And I pray that you will go to God's word and allow that to restore you and give you peace. In Jesus name. Amen. Well, thank you for joining me and I look forward to being able to spend another day with you on the Tia Marie Arnold podcast. Please subscribe so that you can stay uh, connected to my posts. I will also be posting on Instagram and Facebook when a new episode is up. 
I really enjoy doing this and I pray that it is a blessing to someone. And, uh, you know, if my podcast is being a blessing to you, please uh, let me know. Let me know just for, just because I sometimes need encouragement too. Um, but it will also just encourage me to keep going and for me to um, just, yeah, I guess just for me to keep going. Really, I'm going to keep going anyway because I have to be obedient to the Lord. But um, it would be nice. I believe I believe in encouraging others. So and I guess I'm just encouraging you to encourage. All right. Have a great day. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. For more information on Tia Marie Arnold Ministries, please visit us at www.tiamariearnold.com.